Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hello. What up, everybody? How we doing? Man, if you're asking me, I'm doing pretty swell. How about you, buddy? Um, yeah. Tight. <laughs> in general, I feel like, yeah. We just nailed the intro. Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> my name is Tom. I'm Andrea. Uh, we host this little show I hate show saying here. my own name. You gotta do it. We're, you know, I ne- we're, we were so, I bet we, there's probably, if I could speak words, <laughs> there's probably, man, like. 25, 30 episodes, if not more, where we just straight up don't introduce ourselves. Yeah, probably. We just get right into it. That's true. Which is because I feel like I'm like, everybody knows who we are. But that might not be the case. But that might not be the case. You we might be, be getting new. some new folks. I've been looking at those numbers. Things have been looking proper since season two started, so we appreciate that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, this is We Drink and We Know Things. The podcast. And we talk about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, when we first started, I, I probably touched on this recently. We thought we were like going to be like a creepy, weird, but we kind of are just like an oddities podcast. We talk yeah. about all kinds of things. I like more of the like creepy, true crime, yeah, you're act, a, ghost stuff. It's been That's a minute. Really, what I've focused on. It's of. been a minute since somebody got their head cut off on this podcast, or their face eaten off, or yeah. Which I'm cool with. You've been str- you've stressed me out sometimes. Out <laughs> but anyway, if you guys are new to the show, typically how this works is Andrea's going to tell me a story that I'm not familiar with, and then I'll tell Andrea a story she's not familiar with, and just stress the stress the hell out of each other. Yeah. However, unless it's a different episode because we do other things sometimes too. Yes. You never know what you're going to get. What we're going to do? Yeah. This episode. Yeah. This bad boy is going to be a let's not meet. Yep. Which you probably denoted from the title because I put them in yeah. all caps. We've been getting a lot of requests to do another one of these. So cool, man. Makes we our life like, easy. All right. So, Which is always good. They're always creepy. Yeah. And in lieu of us not putting out uh, a new full episode today, we've just had a... We thought we would just do this because I've been slowly... Comp- I have a shitload of these. Yeah. So we have at least seven, eight, and nine coming. Uh, and let's not meet. Not in a row, but we have I think it's coming. a good thing to roll off of a listener story because it's kind of like other people's yeah. cool stories. Which, if you didn't listen to the last episode, it was super cool, listener super stories, which was really cool. And thank you to everybody and anybody who sent in their stories. And if you have stories, please send them in to us. They don't have to be specific to, you know, ghosts or, no. or anything. They can be Any like, kind of crazy Glitch in the story. Matrix, sir. Let's not meet, sir. Yeah. You know, and if you like Glitch in the Matrix, let us know we should do that again. We've yeah, we haven't done a lot. Well, the, the, the gems of those are hard to find. Yeah. It's like, I lost my keys. And then I found them. <laughs> no, there's some good ones. <laughs> there are a lot of good ones. There's like people waking up in alternate realities and stuff. Go yeah. back and listen to those if you're new to the show, man. Well, we've also had a, it's quite a big week for our household. Ooh, buddy. Yeah, we've been, first of all, we've been spring cleaning in this hoe. We've oh, been, well, I just got back from Florida. Yeah. Which. Andrea spent a magical week in Florida. If anyone is having any thoughts about booking a Disney trip, about like safety, they're it, they're so good about it. Like, yeah, they're more rigid than they were in It was wild. Kentucky. Like, the lines, you know, you would think, oh, well, how do you keep six feet apart? They literally have lines every six feet that you have yeah. to stand on. You can't move to the next line until the person in front of you moves to the line. And they are so strict about face masks. Like, I know everywhere else in Florida is, like, fuck off. Like, uh, it's right here. And, like, aren't really masks and stuff. <clears throat> but, but you didn't really experience that. No, I didn't know. That's what I'm saying. At, yeah. Where I was at Disney... Yeah. Like, if it's even slightly almost below the bridge sir, of your nose, they, they yell at you. I mean, yeah. for real. Which is good. I mean, yeah, you, I mean you're supposed to wear we have everywhere. We have all those kind of in place in Kentucky, but I don't think a lot of people are really adhering to them anymore. Oh, my God. It was wild because once, once I got back, yeah. I didn't realize how 
bad people are about wearing them here. Yeah, I'm like, bad about taking it off when I get outside. I just even if I'm not around people, I just still pull that bad boy. Well, out. yeah, I do too. And you can't, you know, you can't do that there. Even in the parking lot, like they don't want you to have it yeah. off. You know, the only time you can take it off is when you sit down to eat. And they're starting to implement that you can't even take it off until you have food or drink in front of you. That's why I'm like, let me get uh, six Bud Lights. I'm just saying, I don't understand that aspect of it. (laughs) Come for me. I think that's stupid as fuck. I'm going to be in the exact same place, sitting in the exact same space around the exact same people when I'm eating. Whether like so, why do I have to have? What's gonna make the difference whether I have food in front of me or not? Yeah, that's I, weird. To I me. think it really comes down to like the amount of time that you're breathing. Yeah, freely. I guess so. I think that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I guess so. Anyway, this is not the COVID nineteen. No, no, no. But I was just saying, if anybody is like worried that Disney's not safe, they are very, very safe. They shut down the rides in between, like every so often, and clean them. Yeah. And I had a really good time, and I didn't feel unsafe at all. And yeah. I yeah, it was. And nice. you also got to eat like a damn princess. Oh my god, the whole time. I know. She kept sending me, and keep in mind, like, we don't we don't really subscribe to too many like gender roles in the crib, not for real. Mm-mm. But like, Andrea does just inherently have a lot, a little bit more free time than me, and so she'll go to the grocery. Mm-hmm. Andrea's the main grocery shopper. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I typically just take the time to do and it. And she had been so busy getting prepared to go to Florida that she had not gone to the grocery. So your <laughs> there boys, <was> a few things. <laughs> yeah, there was what there was like cup cup ramen. There was some I don't leftovers. Remember. Oh my god! I had to figure. I had to stock up the fridge for me to leave. I wish you would have. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to the grocery. Yeah, the first two days I was living, I was not living lavish, and then I was, I hadn't eaten in three days and only been drinking beer. So I went and just <laughs> bought, I bought the dumbest stuff at the grocery. <laughs> I bought the fucking Cheetos mac and cheese. Yes, so bizarre. I got so much mac and cheese. I think I had mac, a lot of mac and cheese. I'm good yeah. on mac and cheese. You bought right like now. Texas toast for the Texas freezer. toast, Pe- hot pockets, hot pockets. I was eating like a damn eighth grader yeah <laughs> i'm not even then, gonna tell you everything i got because it's embarrassing and you bought you bought yourself a, a big steak a beautiful filet didn't eat it so i ended up making we we together ended up making uh something out of it when i got back yeah we made some case some quesadillas but it was just funny that you didn't i know <laughs> eat the one thing that was I like, have, i was like this food. is my week to eat seafood andrew's out of town yeah. i bought a bunch of seafood still sitting in the fridge and freezer <laughs> well because also you don't like if we have like a meal i typically cook it yeah yeah but i throw don't no, don't say, sleep I on your boy. I didn't say that you couldn't cook. I just said I typically yeah, cook. Yeah, you do. Or we do it collaboratively, and Andrew takes all the credit. But it's fine. That We're is not, not true. <laughs> I do. I said we cooked quesadillas. Yeah, yeah. You mainly cooked the quesadillas. That's the way it should. That's the way I like it, right there. <laughs> yeah, but if I if I hadn't been home and been like, no. why don't we cook? You wouldn't have done it. Yeah, because I. <laughs> I'm a human garbage disposal, so typically whatever you put in front of me, I'm gonna eat. So I'm not very. So when I came down, like I always give Andrew the grief of just like just cook me some own. Yeah. Care. So when it came time for me to decide, I was like, what do I even like? like what is? What? And I've been we've been watching cooking shows like uh-huh. nonstop. So yeah. I'm like wanting to throw down and then. And I just was sending you pictures of every meal. Jesus, me and your father-in-law had to go out and get a steak just because you. Got, we went and got ribs because yeah. we felt so we felt so uh, left I, out. But for the record, I this was not my. I did not pay for this. So. The, the funniest thing about this shit, and I probably, I think I've already talked about this, was it was just like every day you would come home and be like, oh my gosh, my mom got me this. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's like a travel container. I don't know. It's to put all my stuff in. And Before I'm like, we went on the trip. Yeah. And I'm like, You're, yeah. what are you talking Where are you going? She's like, I have no idea. I don't think it's going to happen. And then I'm like, you fucking know. And then out of no, oh my gosh, I'm going to Disney next week. Of fucking course you are. <laughs> A fucking course. She really you are. didn't book it way in advance like she normally does. It was only like a month. Your mom, or something. she, you all knew what was up. Well. Anyway, well, only yeah. Speaking of cooking food and food in general, 
I I left my job today. I quit. <laughs> well, my... you didn't quit today, but it was your last day. Yeah, I posted notice. Today was my last day at the distillery where so... I was I was running our food and beverage department and, and doing a lot of other things. That's another reason it's been quite the week. So it's been a little stressful because I'm uh, I'm striking out into something new. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. And I'm sure I'll talk right. about You're it. You're technically what, unemployed for like three days. I'm technically unemployed for the next couple of days. We're going to go do us a little retreat. Yeah. A little social distancing um, retreat. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stay in a little Airbnb yep. that Tom found us in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, and then we found a bunch of like you did you you booked all this. Yeah, I'm, man, I I'm thought it was my turn. You do a lot of planning. Like, be yeah, there we're gonna hit up some wineries out. and some distilleries and some breweries and and eat some eat some cool local food and yeah, do museums and stuff where we don't have to be like on top of each other, you know. Oh yeah, so if you live in Cincinnati and there's something really cool that we should do while we're out there, hit me up. That's open. My sister said the zoo's really a really good zoo. Yeah, well, I mean, we're gonna do the levee. I figured we could do IKEA. I mean, we excited yeah because we're gonna go for and that's why this episode's coming out late because we've been we've been biffing it we're one day off today tip we we've been good three weeks in a row we've been wednesday oh so, we did yep well, three weeks in a row it's well, fine we're never we're never really good at a yeah. set schedule say one thing about we drink and we know things podcast say it'll get released eventually yeah i mean we drink so <laughs> <laughs> we know uh, things but that's only one piece about of the puzzle. Your stories off the couch oh man we need to go digital bro anyway so i think that's that's about everything i got yeah um thanks for bearing through so. that wow but yeah with that being said this is a let's not meet yes. as we said and um we get people's permissions for all of these stories from reddit yeah this is this is from the subreddit let's not meet yeah so if you dig this go to reddit uh hit us up if you want to link to it or whatever um and i'll send you in that direction i spend so much time on reddit yeah. recently and so essentially these are true or send sto- us stories you like that yeah, you find yeah for sure we'll see if the people will care if we people have been really responsive i get yeah. more yeses than no we don't like to read people's stories if they don't tell us not, yeah you can't just put your shit out there and then just steal it yeah and there well, are podcasts I mean, and other motherfuckers that do that yeah, but that's not us for yeah. sure but anyway so these are like true stories of strange accounts that people have experienced uh with other humans mm-hmm Sorry, we had to take a little John Snow break. He was lapping them up. So, yeah, again, these are true stories of strange encounters and, and, and typically awful encounters that people have with folks. So we have a good few for you yeah. this evening. They're called Let's Night Meet because at the very end, the, it's they are Common always kind of like, yeah. so whoever just fucking tried to kill me, please, let's not meet ever again or whatever. Like, let's not meet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start. Are you going to go start? Yeah, I'll start. Are you going to go start? I'm going to go. Gonna I'm going to go start. I'm going to go and I'm going to start. <laughs> okay. This one is by... Outworlder 39. Okay. I grew up in Ohio in the 70s, and my childhood friend Joe were outside. Off to a great start. Uh, (laughs) I grew up in Ohio in the 70s, and me and my childhood friend Joe were outside all the time we could manage it. Joe lived on a farm that bordered a pretty big forest, and my parents would drop me off in the morning, and we'd stay in the woods all weekend. Okay. We'd only come out for school. We love on the t- weekends? Yeah. Yeah, they would just hang out in the woods all weekend. This is 70s, man. Uh, go out there and figure it out. Oh, I see. Come out for school like during the week. Yeah, yeah. I got you. We love pretending we were frontiersmen. We'd build shelters, traps, practice making fire with sticks, the whole nine yards. That sounds rad. Mm-hmm. When we got to be in high school, we got this notion to pull a stand by me. Uh-oh. This was based on the movie of the same name that had just come out. The idea is that we'd walk the railroad tracks out in the country... But instead of looking for a dead body, we'd find cool bridges to fish from. That is a much better solution yeah. than coming across a dead body. Uh, and they would camp a little ways off tracks. Of course, we knew this was dangerous, and we'd likely be trespassing, but we were kids. I did much dumber shit as a kid. <laughs> we had a lot of fun, 
We did find beautiful rivers. We discovered bridges no one went to. We fished. We hid from trains. At night, we camped in the woods just near the tracks and made small hidden fires. Nothing bad ever happened. It was idyllic. In fact, it was so fun. We did it multiple times. Never had a problem. I saw all that in my head just there. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Very picturesque. Yeah, for sure. After high school, me and Joe went our own way. We both... Yeah, it happens. We both left home, but always stayed in touch and tried to coordinate visits so we'd see each other occasionally. Well, one summer in the mid-90s, it worked out that we were both in town for about a week. We'd do stuff with family in the day, and at night we'd either catch drinks at the bar or sit outside Joe's house around a fire and talk about the old days. Nice. I love it. One night, me and Joe got to talking about our standby me trips. Well, nostalgia and beer are a hell of a mix. Boy, don't I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Soon we decided to take a day, walk the rails, camp one night, and walk home. The day came. We started out early morning. Early morning. We had my wife drop us off in our old spot where we used to start, right outside our hometown. She thought this was absolutely crazy and made sure to mention it. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. At least they have cell phones in this time. I mean, it's 90s. Maybe not. I mean, maybe. They'd have been big old clunkers. I guess you're right. I was thinking, yeah, it was later on. Yeah. When she pulled away, Joe suggested uh, instead of walking the usual route, we take the opposite direction, just to be adventurous. We knew the land well, we had a map, so I gave a what the hell, and we set off. I'm getting like such Delphi murders vibes, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I feel like I do. Those I could... two young girls who were like walking on that bridge, and like they Snapchatted like a little bit, like there's this man, and they both end up, they did the Jeez, yeah, I don't know anything, I don't know this. And like, they keep trying to take like the little clip from the Snapchat and trying to figure out who it is. They think it's that person or whatever. Oh, wow. I don't know. It's, it's a big ca- unsolved case that. Jesus. I don't know. Just the whole bridge and being out in the woods and stuff gave yeah. me, like, yeah, give you those vibes. That, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll cover it at some point. Yeah, that sounds dope. You should. Uh, the day went fine. It was fun and a little sad, but in a good way. We found a bridge and sat on the edge, smoked a joint, and moved on. What's up, dude? Uh, <laughs> we had no fishing gear, but we brought some canned food and other stuff. Uh, before night had started to set in, we picked a spot to camp. It was a thick forested area, trees on every side of the train tracks, so you felt like you were in a tunnel. We had, bought a small, uh, we had brought small hammocks to sleep on, but before we set them up, we decided to do a little scouting of the perimeter. Now, this is what we used to do in the old days, too. We'd walk the area around a little bit to make sure some dude's house wasn't just over the hill and we were actually camping in their yard, Mm -hmm. wise. Yeah. We walked maybe 100 or so feet into the woods and up a small incline. We figured if we didn't see anything from the top of this short hill, we'd be fine. But when we got to the top, we saw an old building down at the bottom, about Uh 100 yards into the woods. It was barely visible. Okay. We pondered over what to do. We both assumed it was a sugar shack or something because there didn't appear to be a clear road to it. A sugar shack? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know where to look it up. We drink and we know things. Uh, <laughs> well, is it, they're just in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. I think if it was something... They're, they're close to us. Yeah. From where we were, there didn't look to be anyone in it either. All was quiet. No movement could be seen. No lights. We decided to walk a little closer just to make sure. We came down the hill very slowly. And as we neared the building, we saw it wasn't a sugar shack at all. It was an old church. Oh. It looked to have been abandoned for years. It was a squat, sagging building whose wooden planks were almost black from years of moss and rot. A cross still stood on the top of the place, also weathered black. None of the windows had glass, and there were no doors, just open doorways. 
We got close enough to see inside. There were rows of pews and a built-up section in front of the for a preacher to stand. We didn't go all the way in. We didn't want to. Beyond all that, there was no signs of anyone else. No footprints, no paths, no roads. It was an abandoned church. Okay. We left immediately. Kind of a weird place for a church. To yeah, be. well, you know, back in the day, it might have been part of a settlement or you know, sure. there might have been other things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we left immediately and went back up to the hill to our spot. Uh, we had picked a camp. Having a hill between us and the church made us feel better, but we were still a little uneasy. We chalked it up to the natural creepiness of seeing a church in the middle of the woods. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, especially an abandoned, like, yeah. yeah. Besides, at this point, it was dusk, and we just decided to rig up our hammocks and go to sleep and move on at early morning. Also, whenever I, which I haven't very many times in my life, but if I've ever smoked a marijuana cigarette, <laughs> uh, it does elicit a little paranoia. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not saying that's probably what it was at all. Uh, night set in, and as we lay in our hammocks and shot the shit, we began to hear something in the direction of the church. Ooh. Our conversation went about it, uh, went a little like this. Do you hear that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> it sounds like people singing. <gasps> uh-uh. Fuck. Uh, and it did sound like singing. We both slid out of our hammocks and hunkered down straining to hear more we listened for a minute or two and the singing continued but wasn't getting louder uh finally we decided to creep back up the hill and no! see yeah brave motherfuckers and see if we could spy where the sound was coming from we could still move very quietly in the woods from the old days it was second second nature to us the moon was barely out but it provided enough light so you wouldn't walk right into a tree but <laughs> it was good. near pitch black yikes we didn't use flashlights as we crept slowly up the hill and we didn't talk. When we got to the top, we saw light in the distance. It was coming from the church and the singing was coming from inside. <gasps> Joe and I put our heads close together and had a hushed conversation that boiled down to, can you believe this shit? The light looked to be candlelight from the way it flickered. And though we tried, we couldn't make out what was being sung. It sounded like church music, but in another language. Oh, no. We sat and watched for a while, trying to see who was in there, but we only saw occasional shadows. We had no intention of getting closer either. We had about a football field length between us, and we aimed to keep it that way. The singing continued for a bit, and then it stopped. After that, a booming male voice began to chant. Uh-oh. I was already freaked out, but this voice thoroughly scared the shit out of me. It sounded like some Old Testament preacher you see in the movies. But again, it was like he was speaking in a different language because we couldn't understand a single word. Oh, no. Eventually, it got to the where the, the single male voice would say something and then a bunch of voices would answer in song. Oh, no. This lasted a while and then they all broke into this long, sustained wail that Ugh. just kept getting louder. No. It got so loud and so disturbing that I covered my ears. Oh my god. Then it stopped. At this point, I was just getting ready to say, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. When Joe put a hand on my shoulder and said, they're coming out. <sighs> we were far enough away that we couldn't make them out really well, but what we could see was a line of figures walk out the open doorway, all holding hands in a single file. We could see some of them had flashlights. They began to sing again, and the light from the flashlights began to move towards us and the hill. No. We booked it down to our campsite, grabbed our shit, and ran to the tracks. Hell yeah. Once there, we ran down the tracks in the direction we had come. After a few minutes, we stopped and looked back. 
We saw lights coming down the hill. They were moving erratically, like whoever was holding them was shaking them. Ooh, or like they're running me? Yeah, man. We continued to run in spurts and walks as fast as we could. We eventually stopped seeing the lights and came to a road. By our nap by our map, we knew it was a small town. We knew a small town was about fifteen minutes down. And we walked there, got to a twenty four hour gas station, and called my wife to come get us. Wow. My wife and other friends all just thought it was kids messing around, but I heard those voices, and they sure as hell didn't sound like kids to me. And why would they, like, they would have known they were out there to, like, fuck with him like that. Right, right. Not sure who those people were, but it was definitely the creepiest thing that happened to me out in the woods. Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, and that story was called Church in the Woods. That is creepy as fuck. Yowzers. Don't. Mm-mm. Wow. That definitely makes me never want to That was a saga. Again, well, you know, maybe not like. Maybe. There's, there's, there's parks go, and stuff. I'll go camping on your grandma's property. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm good outside of that. Yeah, we might run into fucking or Bigfoot out there. Give though. me a cabin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's probably. We'll, we'll do glamping. Yeah, that's basically what we did back in. When we when did, did we it last? Yeah, years ago. No. We just went. Oh, oh we went to Nolan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's by A Z A Leah, L E A H. Azalea, maybe? Azalea? Yeah, I was spelling it out because I wasn't yeah. sure. Uh, okay. I'll be honest. I'm not 100%... Pew, pew, pew. I'll be honest. I'm not 100% sure if this story belongs on this Reddit, seeing as I've never actually met this person, but I have no other subreddit that I know of where this could fit better. Since almost a year now, end of August 2019 to be exact, I have moved to an apartment in a different city because my mother, who I lived with in my hometown, passed away from cancer. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, sorry I have to hear moved, that. I have moved here with my long-term boyfriend and one other roommate who has been a good friend of both of us since before we had even started dating. We all absolutely love it here. The location is great. It's a 15-minute bike ride from from my university and it's located at a square with a grocery store, drugstore, lunchrooms, etc. Tight. So we pretty much have everything we could possibly need to survive within walking distance. That's always nice. However, after just a month or two of living here, someone has started to ring my doorbell at exactly 11.05 p.m. semi-regularly. What the fuck? Sometimes every day, sometimes every other day. Sometimes there's a week in between, and sometimes there are a couple of weeks in between. But it is always at around 11.05 p.m., and every single time I get no answer each time I ask through the intercom who it is. Except for one time, but I will get into that in a bit. Weird already. At first, I thought it were friends from one of the neighbors who accidentally rang the wrong doorbell. But after around the fourth time, I grew suspicious. Suspicious. What was that? Yeah. Words are hard. And after more than those four times, I started noticing that it always happens at either exactly 11.05 p.m. or a few minutes earlier or later. Weird as fuck. That's like how I... I, Well, not... This is not how I like... How you look at the clock? I always look at the clock at uh, 9.23. It used to be 9.11. Me and my Uh best friend Emma, we always both would look at the clock and be like, oh my God, why do we always look at 9.11? But now it's 9.23, which is weird because that's our anniversary day. Yeah, it is. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. A sugar a sugar shack. It's a sap house or sugar house. I love house. that you just uh, straight up just deviated from the story and was like Googling that. <laughs> I, wanna... I Googled it too, but I forgot to read it. <laughs> okay. Uh, da, da, da. My boyfriend and roommate both work at bars, and so they work until very late and would usually get home around 2 a.m. So each time it happened, I was always home alone. Ugh. Yikes. And it started to really freak me out after a while. When I first told them about it, they kind of shrugged it off and said that it was probably a wrong dial. What? 
You don't uh. wrong dial a doorbell. <laughs> like I thought at first, but when I told them that it was happened, that it has happened so many times and sometimes even daily, they didn't really believe me and I thought it was just a little paranoid and spooked. Mm-hmm. However, one night when the doorbell rang again and I answered the intercom asking who it was, I heard very heavy breathing. Oh, no. I was thoroughly spooked at that moment. I was again home alone and kept asking who was who they were and what they wanted. I couldn't make up from the breathing. I couldn't make up from the breathing if it was a man or a woman, but I heard a strange mumbling slash whispering. Nope. And then it was dead silence. Nope. And they had appeared to have left. Nope. I put my apartment door on a double lock after that. Um, smart. I'd have been quite. I'd have a quadruple lock on yeah. there. Yeah. I was so scared and spooked out. Thankfully, my roommate got home a little earlier that night, around 30 minutes after the doorbell rang, and he could tell how upset I was. Sure. Now with the corona crisis, my roommate and boyfriend aren't able to work anymore, and they now also witness the frequent door ringing at 11.05 p.m., so they now do believe me and agree that it's very odd and creepy. Yeah. I'd call the cops. I'm same. I'd be like, hey, come to my place and stand out there at 11 and please tell me who's ringing my door. Yeah. Okay. We have a balcony that looks down at where our apartment building's main front door is, but because there's also a shop right underneath us, they always had have those curtains slash roof things out. The view to the door is partially obscured. Every time our doorbell rang, me, my boyfriend, and roommate would go to the balcony to see if we could see anyone, but we never could. I've also asked my neighbors from my apartment building if their doorbell also gets rang so often, but the ones that I asked all said that it has never happened to them. Weird. So two weeks ago, my roommate decided to do some investigating and went outside our apartment building at 11 p.m. That's been like what would be on my mind. Like somebody post up. No, I'm getting a ring doorbell. I'm not going out there. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, fuck off. Standing across the street and pretended to have a smoke while keeping an eye on the door. He said he did see a man who looked kind of suspicious wandering around our apartment building who slowed down his pace significantly as soon as he approached our door. But when he spotted my roommate looking at him, he quickly walked away. We aren't 100% sure if that's the door ringer, but that was very, very suspicious. Our doorbell hasn't been rang at night since that day. I'm hoping that maybe it will stop now, but there is possibly there is a possibility that it will continue again in a few weeks. So, strange man who rings my doorbell at 11.05 at night so often, please stop and let's please never meet weird yeah humans are weird yikes gee money that would freak me out so i would stress me the fuck out i don't like when people come to the door just randomly even when you expect yeah like you could have no somebody's here it'll still it'll still give you the anxiety well if i'm not expecting somebody and somebody rings my doorbell fuck off bye bye that's why we got that ring i know because you if i'm like in bed still yeah you can just it's amazing. I've been at work. Tell them to fuck off. I've been at work and somebody will ring the doorbell. I'll just handle the whole thing. Well, if I'm upstairs and the door's closed and the fan's on, I really can't hear the doorbell because it's not like the yeah, re- regular it's doorbell not very loud. anymore. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to say what that one was. That was someone always rings my doorbell at exactly 11.05 p.m. by Az- Azalea. Azalea? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah. That's very stressful. I hope it stops and doesn't start up again. Yeah. Have you seen that guy, the video of that guy? Who shows up at the ring doorbell and licks it? Yeah, I think that happened more than once. It happened. Like, same, people. same dude. Yeah, that's and you so get like his fucking schnoz in it. Yeah, and I don't know why I did that to the mic just I now. I don't know either. I really stuck. I just stuck my nostril on the microphone. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh my god! So I got one more. I got one more for you. Oh, and for the record, apparently a sugar shack is it's really, like known they would literally as make Sap House Sugar yeah, House. Yeah, shanty or sugar cabin is a semi-commercial establishment where they would probably propagate or like. You know, process sugar products. I wonder if that's what they were talking about, though. That had to have been. I thought it might have been like a... It's uh, primarily found in eastern Canada and northern New England. 
I think maybe they were super up north. Yeah. Okay. My next story is by Inside BG. Okay. I worked at a hardware store in high school. We had a number of fairly regular customers, but there was one man in his mid-30s that became a regular after I checked out his items one night. Man, regulars can be oh, so... I had that... Cringe. I had a creepy regular when I was worked at Suntan City. I never... Exp- yeah, you did. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. a, that's a let's not meet right there. Yeah, it really was. You should write that out. Um, I noticed that I kept seeing him on my shift, and he would continually try to strike up awkward conversations with me, oh, slash hold the line up until I told him I had to take care of other customers. That's the fucking worst. Jeez. Uh, poor human. Uh, our registers were in front of a large glass window... So anyone walking outside could see who was working. He eventually started to wait outside the window or tap on the glass to get my attention after leaving. No, buddy. Mm -mm. I rode my bike to work. Oh, no. And getting off late at night started to terrify me. Yeah. Yeah. One night, I was working alone. That sucks. He asked me if he could have my number and and if I was 18. Oh, creep. Oh, fuck. This sucks. You have to ask... You're too old. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, creepers. Uh, when I told him that I wasn't, he asked for my birthday. Ah. Uh. To which I replied, some arbitrary date in the distant future. Well done. That's very smart. Yeah. I told my boss about this interaction, and then from then on, she made sure I never worked alone. That's a good boss right there. Yeah. That's a good boss who took things seriously. I like that. She would follow his ass anytime he entered the store to the point to where he stopped coming. Fuck yeah. Good. That's a good boss right there. The day of my fake birthday, or close to it, I couldn't remember the exact date I had given him, he came knocking on the glass again. No. It was busy, and my boss wasn't around, so I tried to ignore him. I eventually noticed that the knocking had stopped, and I could only assume that he had made his way into the store. No. Very soon after, I am greeted by his face in front of my register. He hands me a plastic grocery bag and says, Happy 18th birthday. Oh, God. I'm embarrassed, so I take the bag and tell him to please leave. When my friend and I opened up the bag after work, it contained two packages of fireworks and nothing else. What the fuck? And that is the entirety of the story. Ew. They would like to, uh, the pronouns are they and them. Uh-huh. So, that's how, and that's, that's how they identify. So, okay. Wow, I'm sorry they had to go through that. Yeah, what was this called? Uh, stalked at work until I turned 18. By Inside BG. Gugh. Gross. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Can you imagine just some dude thinking he's grooming you with some fireworks? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with the fuck? shit that happened to me, I wasn't like that young. I was mid-20s. Yeah, that's that's a bummer, but, man. And, but the person that we ended up, that ended up yeah. coming in and creeping on me was somebody that we... I'd met at a wedding uh-huh. and was engaged to uh-huh. somebody to else. One of my friend's sisters. Yeah. And like, Yikes. We, I, that was a terrible, thing, it ended up breaking saga. him up. It was a terrible, it did. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was being a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he was. And then when they would like message me and like, oh, it was like a member at tanning salon. So he should sign up for a membership. So he could have a you reason always to have come an excuse to come talk in. Talk to you. Yeah. Ugh. That is a let's not meet though. You should names, names omitted. You should. Yeah. Write that. If I can remember all the details. It was, he's got I some, hated he's it. got some six degrees to fame too. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, oh, shit, I forgot about that. I've talked about this, like, I feel like just the other week, like, if y'all want to know, hit me up. I will drag this dude. <laughs> oh, God, okay. Last okay, one. Okay, last one. This is by Valyrian Jedi. Yeah, I really, I really fucking vibe with that. That's cool. 
Okay, I posted this story in a thread on a Nature Picks subreddit and was told I should post it somewhere like this. <laughs> Nature Picks subreddit. Cool. I was camping in the middle of nowhere in Washington near Mount Rainier. Like, not an official campground, just way out in the forest where I wouldn't have expected another human for miles. One night, I wake up and hear something. Open my tent, and there's a guy sitting by where my fire has been right outside my tent. Stop. Nothing particularly noteworthy about the guy, just a fairly regular looking dude just sitting there a couple feet from my tent. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no, dude. No bag or pack or anything with him, just a guy. He saw me open the tent, his eyes got huge like he had just seen a ghost, and he took off. It shook me up pretty well, badly. Well, you didn't think it was somebody's going to come back to their campsite guy? Yeah, maybe, yeah, oh, cool, an abandoned tent. <laughs> right. Uh, it shook me up pretty badly, but over the next day, I managed to put it out of my mind fairly well after writing it off as just some odd occurrence and a guy that was probably high or something, and had somehow managed to set up a camp co- coincidentally not far from mine. Oh, like he thinks, maybe thought it was his camp. And then realized it wasn't. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that could it be it. I maybe. mean, I know what my tent looks like, though. Yeah, what do you think? Well, that's why I said dude was probably high. Yeah. Then two he days after a that. cigarette. <laughs> then two days after that, and 10 to 15 miles away in totally random directions that nobody could take the same path as on accident, I was sitting by the fire that night and started hearing noises that I got more and more convinced were a person. I called out to them, and out of the darkness, someone was like, quote, Do you know how to get to Bell's Canyon? I said, no, I don't even think that's a real place there. They kept talking from just out of my line of vision. Fuck off. I tried to see them from my flashlight, but they yelled, aim that away. And kind of spooked and not wanting to piss off a potentially crazy person, I did. After like 15 minutes of me being very freaked out and them talking and asking completely random questions from the darkness, it sounded like the voice had gotten closer. (gasps) So I shined my light that way again, and it was the same dude who'd been outside my tent two nights before. Oh, so you've been stalking him. I don't know. He said he went on a completely random, yeah. or the Valerian Jedi went yeah, in a completely yeah, yeah. random direction. Uh, he, yeah, he or she, wait, I don't think it said. He had to have followed me almost 15 miles over two days because there's no way he could have just accidentally wound up in the same spot as vast as that wilderness is. Right. Ooh, no possible way. As soon as my light hit him, he took off again. I started to chase him, but didn't want to get lost in the wilderness in the dark, so stopped quickly Wise. after probably only 100 to 200 feet. This one couldn't be written off, because the only way he could have been in both places is specifically if he was following me. Jeez. Ew. I mean, honestly, though, yeah, that's it. Like That's terrible. I decided the trip was very <laughs> over first thing in the morning, and I hiked back out over three days, constantly doubling back, Trying to throw anyone off of my trail. Oh, so he would th- th- they had three days worth of traveling Yikes. to do. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And occasionally hiding and waiting to see if he would come by following me. See, fuck people for just inducing that kind of anxiety in people, man. I really can't describe how terrifying it was to feel like I was being hunted through the woods and to actually have to brainstorm on things I could do to best avoid potentially being murdered. Good God. On the first night of hiking out, twice I heard what sounded like a person walking circles outside my tent. No. Yo. But by the time I mustered the courage to look, nobody was there. On the second night, I heard what I thought was an animal making noises at first in the distance, but slowly decided sounded more like a human making animal calls. Oh my God. Nope. But, but, <clears throat> but could have actually been an animal, but I didn't actually see the guy again. But I really, but it really sounded like a person making howling noises. I literally almost cried when I finally got to my car. The relief was so strong. 
Jesus. To this day, probably the most terrifying experience I've ever had. I have no idea who the guy was or what his intentions were and no way of getting an explanation. But I really can't articulate just what a terrifying few days it was. I mean, oh, I mean, because it, I mean, it could have been like a fledgling serial killer trying to work up the courage. I mean, you don't, you're, you're, first of all, you did the fucking right thing by dipping. But it's such a, that's so stressful that you have to days and days to get to safety. Oh my gosh. So scary. So that was called A Strange Man Hunted Me Through a National Park by Valyrian Jedi. Man, those were some uh, good let's. I mean, they're never good. Those were stressful. A lot let's of not happened me. in the woods, man. Yeah, a lot. There was a lot of imagery packed into those. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of those yeah. in my head. Well, folks, thank you for everybody who said that we could use your story. If you're listening, um, y'all listen. tell your friends to come have a listen. Yeah, share it around. And also, thanks everybody else for listening. Yeah, um, we should be back real soon with another episode. Yeah, um, and I hope our, you guys well, are enjoying season our, two. The so next far. week should be Reggie. Yeah, we well, like to mix it up, gives different things. Who knows, game, man? So. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> um, but, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, if you're not a member of the Facebook group yet, come yeah. join the Facebook group. It's We Drink and We Know Things podcast. Podcast in all caps for some reason. Uh, I love fucking with caps. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, we just mostly post memes and show updates, and it's just a, it's just a place to hang. Yeah, it's so fun. So join it, post on it, uh, invite your friends, yeah. and hit us up with an email. And uh, we drink and know things podcast at Gmail. Uh, leave us a five star review if you can. Not a one star. I'm looking at whoever did that. We have like we have one one star, one, one two, two star. star, one three star, and then the rest are five and the rest stars. are five stars. And no, they didn't the one two and three stars. They didn't write anything. What did we do that stressed somebody out so much? They were I like, know. "I'm gonna give them one star." I don't know. I don't Man, know because they didn't tell episodes, us. <laughs> it's probably those episodes when I was falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, again, thank you so much, and yeah. uh, we'll see you real soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.